This is God's servant Philip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Praise God. Praise the Lord. It's a wonderful presence of the Lord in this place. I hope that you've already sensed his his goodness. His loving kindness, which is better than life. Yes, that he has, um, he has answered prayers. He's already answered prayers. Um, miracles have happened. Hallelujah. As you committed things into the Lord's hands, uh, I believe that miracles have happened. Praise the Lord. Such a joy to be together. Yes. I encourage you to, I continue to encourage you as we, as is, as is custom in this church, to, to um, express yourself in the presence of God. Express yourself in the presence of God. Let go of uh, inhibitions. I encourage you to let go of inhibitions as you capture that vision of Jesus. When you are, when you have, uh, uh, you're looking to him, speak. Yeah, you have freedom in this place. That time of prayer that we have, even before Bible study, is very precious. It's a very precious time, glory. Yeah, so it's an amazing time and uh, I encourage you to express yourself to the Lord. I encourage you to express yourself to God and uh, find, uh, um, enjoy the whole spectrum of, of speaking to God. Enjoy the whole spectrum. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, thank you, Jesus. The Lord bless thee. Lord, keep thee. Let him cause his face to shine upon you. He's a holy God. What he said he will do. What he said he will do. You need to hear that. What he said he will do. He said something to you this morning. He will do it. The Lord will do it. Praise God. Amen. Let's read this glorious passage of scripture. Matthew chapter 5 verses uh, 1 to 12. Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 to 12. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. He opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the gentle. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. He's so anointed. Blessed are the peacemakers. Let's do that again. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Let's read it together, verse 12. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He is the greatest teacher the world has ever seen. In, uh, in, the, in the length of, you know, these many um, sentences, he has captured um, the glories of heaven for the disciples of Jesus. Hallelujah. The glories of heaven for the disciples of Jesus. I'll repeat that again. The glories of heaven for the disciples of Jesus. Just the sentence itself should get you excited. The glories of heaven for the disciples of Jesus. The glories of the kingdom of God for the disciples of Jesus. You know, the term blessed can be substituted with the word happy. So you are having the term happy reinforced again and again. Happy are the poor in spirits, for theirs is the kingdom. Happy are those who mourn, for they shall be. And, and it goes on. Happy are the gentle, for they shall. 
Happy are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They shall be. Happy are the merciful. They shall receive. Praise the Lord. Jesus brings happiness. Glory. Jesus brings happiness. Yeah. Let us always uh, be reminded of that. Smile. Jesus loves you. Let us always be reminded that in the midst of persecution, you have the right and the ability to smile because Jesus loves you. You have the capacity to astound those who persecute you. You have the ability to astound those that insult you by the happiness that comes from within. Um, the joy of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. It is like the Christ is reminding us the life of a disciple is a blessed life. I do not know what scale of measure you are applying on yourself. I encourage you to apply the scale and measure of Jesus. What he taught us. Yes, don't get confused. Don't measure your life by what that person said or this person said or what this situation says or the challenge that you don't measure any of these things. Don't let these things measure the quality of your life. The quality of your life is, there's a voice from heaven that says, this is my child. This is my child. I am well pleased. Praise the Lord. That is the blessedness Jesus repeats over and over. I want you to know this day, this morning, as you turned your face to the Lord, this is what echoed from heaven. This is my child. I'm well pleased. Praise God. This is my child. I'm well pleased. In whom I am well pleased. This is my child. Blessed. You are blessed. Praise God. You are blessed. Jesus said it over and over again. Rarely do we repeat something so many times. Blessed, 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 blessed. You're blessed. Praise God. You are blessed. Jesus is in charge. You are blessed. Fear not. Fear not. Jesus is in charge. Praise the Lord. We were considering verse 7. It says, blessed are the merciful, they shall receive I haven't forgotten that as we were studying this beatitude, we also considered doing a certain exercise at the Bible study. For the first 15 or 10 to 15 minutes, uh, you would have an opportunity to share on something you studied. I did mention that it was voluntary. You know, the, the uh, Revelation Football League, are you guys aware of there's this... Yeah, it's called Revelation Football League. It's inspiring. It really is. It's, um, you know, the, the, uh, <laughs> the participation is, is inspiring. It's fantastic. It's like, you know, there are thumbs ups and, you know, there's, um, you know, so many days before everyone's, yeah, planning towards it. It's, it's a good thing. Some of you have this look. I don't know where this is going. Yes. It's a good thing. So I hope in the same spirit you have prepared something. I said it would be voluntary, so I'd like, what should I do? I'll ask for your hands if you're ready with something to share for 10 minutes. Other than those that regularly share in the church. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we... You want another two weeks? You can say yes. So <clears throat> the next Bible study, I will have a yes. I will have volunteers. So all of you do. I will not ask all of you to share. It will be one, you know, a person that is favored of the Lord, <laughs> who shall share at the next Bible study for ten minutes. Hmm? David, you haven't done anything. Paul. You should, you, you know. This is a... Yeah, you know, take the opportunity. 
and uh, let it be an encouragement for you. Okay. 10 minutes. 10 minutes by the time 10 minutes is 10 minutes. It'll be it's, it's quite it's not a very long time. Have some of you prepared and just, you know, not, you know, it's like, um, since nobody else has said uh, yes or uh, what, hmm? Michael, you prepare something, some subject in the Bible? For you guys, it, it can be five minutes, it's fine. No? No. Debbie didn't? prepare something huh? in the process yeah praise god i like the silence in the room god is good all the time <laughs> so it's an amazing declaration isn't it <laughs> and we're doing merciful they shall receive mercy <laughs> yeah <laughs> i get it <laughs> god is good praise the lord so we considered the blessed are the merciful so very quick uh, recap of uh, what it means to be merciful uh, it means compassion in action it means that you you know you are uh, making a difference in others lives you are involved in other people's lives praise the lord you are involved in other people's lives you see the need wherever you go you're a person that sees the need thank you jesus you see the need and um, and you desire you pray you prepare you um, you become a conduit for god to change somebody's situation i want to repeat um, how foundational this is Uh, being in a state of compassion is foundational in in uh, christian ministry and christian life when you come up here and minister the gospel or you minister in any format whether it's through music whether it's through um uh, administration or or any kind of work that you are doing in the kingdom of god compassion has to be the foundation these are foundational what jesus has listed here are foundational characteristics of disciples there are there is no debating it there is no uh, neglecting it this should be a the, the the things that jesus has listed out here must be part of a regular prayer list concerning yourself I encourage you the holy spirit's encouraging you make this a list yeah make it a list the things that jesus has taught in the beatitudes write them down and pray it over yourself don't let it be something that we only pick up when we read you know we come across matthew chapter 5 don't let it be something that is uh, sort of compartmentalized to some study we do at some some uh, vague point of the year or you understand what i'm saying make this a part of your prayer life are you listening church make this a part of your prayer life that all that christ has listed here you pray over yourself lord help me be gentle lord let there be purity in my heart lord fill me with compassion your life will change you make this a a um uh, you make this something that you pray about consistently persistently your life is going to change you know right from the first beatitude we realize that each of those those qualities opens the door for the holy spirit are you listening church 
what we don't what uh, we need to wrap our hearts and minds around is that if we are to desire those characteristics mentioned by Christ in the beatitudes we pray we persist we we desire that those characteristics um uh, overtake our life these characteristics that Christ has mentioned the holy spirit will overtake your life glory the holy spirit will overtake your life you know we we sing songs like history maker let me tell you that um, a person that prays and asks god to have these qualities working and growing in in your life your your it's it is impossible for you not to be a history maker Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is for me even as we do this study I find it it's ridiculous that these foundational things are are um, ignored. It it just very strange. A person that uh, that pursues these characteristics that Christ has mentioned in the beatitudes will make the most excellent husband. the most excellent student the most excellent drummer the most excellent guitarist the most excellent pastor the most excellent engineer the most excellent if these are your the foundation of your character praise the lord what is the foundation of your character it should be the teachings of your lord and savior you must uproot everything else praise the lord uproot the stuff that's you know come from your generations uproot the stuff that's come from maybe your parents things that don't fall in line with the teachings of christ uproot it glory uproot it be violently against it if you have an issue with um with um lack of purity uproot it go after it allow the holy spirit to um, <clears throat> prune if you are not a gentle person don't tolerate it praise the lord will graham he said the goal of a good bible study is not to master god's word but to allow god's word to master you i found that very <laughs> praise the lord are we at a bible study i hope that all of you have your own personal bible study personal bible study as you spend you know good amount of time studying the word of god the goal of a good bible study is not to master god's word but to allow god's word to master you praise the lord this is why you know i i find it absolutely strange that um, you know you're memorizing so many scriptures you may be doing many things but your life is not speaking those scriptures uh, may it never be i mean here we are you know we are i mean if i were to open um, you know try and open your spiritual understanding we are dealing with dynamite you know and for uh, what do you call for illustration if it was possible if you were in the wild wild west i could have probably brought some dynamite and the fire is the holy spirit 
So I am looking at, if you look at the illustration of uh, Acts chapter 2 also, the Holy Spirit came as tongues of fire. And the dynamite that was lit was the word of God they were meditating on. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Mm. I mean, with these great speakers that we have here, maybe if we could not do the other kind of illustrations, maybe we can just do the sound effects of how dynamite sounds when it explodes. It would be an unforgettable experience. God's word should master you. God's word should master you. Who is your master? I am the master of all that I survey. God's word should master you. And you're sitting there and you're You know, you've come, you're sitting in a, when you're alone, when you're in a crowd, uh, all the time there is this, uh, this, uh, there is this word always talking to you. The word of God always talking to you. So this previous Bible study, was it a good Bible study? All of you know the right answer. Was it a good Bible study? So (laughs) I I hope that in the last two weeks you have practiced acts of compassion. You have looked for um, avenues uh, and ways in which you can bring that, that compassion the Spirit of God has put inside of us, you know, to affect somebody. I hope that you've done that. Because when you've done that, then it's a good Bible study. If I were to take you and shake you up, you know, give you a good shake. You've heard this illustration here before. Shake you up, what should come out of you is the word of God. You take something that's full of something and you shake it up, that's what's going to come out. What it's full of. Another person said it like this, do not have Jesus Christ on your lips and the world in your heart. Do not have Jesus Christ on your lips, but the world in your heart. Let the word of God master you. Praise the Lord. Let the word of God master you. There's great reward. There's great fruitfulness in allowing the word of God to master you. It's like um, I share this often. Uh, In your conversations, there's always a third person speaking. And that's the word of God. In every conversation you're having, there's a third person speaking. It's the word of God. It's the Holy Spirit. uh, You know, he, he, he lights up the word of God in every conversation you have. Every thought that you have. Mercy. Say mercy. Say mercy. I love that song. Mercy is falling, is falling. I love that song. Praise the Lord. You love mercy? Am I in a, in a crowd of people that love mercy? Praise the Lord. Let's look at this passage in Luke chapter 6, verse um, 35 and 36. Hmm. Jesus expounds his, you know... His teaching, you read these scriptures, you, you realize, Jesus says, but love, are you guys there? Luke 6, verse 35 and 36. But love, <clears throat> glory, you love the scripture? Do you love the scripture? You know the right answer, don't you? Love your And do, and, who you? Love your enemies, do good, and, 
Jesus is so specific. Praise the Lord. I mean, if you, you want to work out uh, the accounts of a Christian's life, love your enemies, do good, and lend. Comma. Love your enemies, do good, and lend expecting nothing in. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Oh, I'm so tempted to ask. You have enemies? Why are you so worried about saying whether yes or no? Do you have enemies? Do I need to do a study on what enemies mean? There are people that are against you. Is that good enough? Do you have enemies? You should see uh, Debbie's, uh, the way she's answering. <laughs> she's like, it's, I, you know, so she gets it, you know, if this is the, this is. <laughs> Do you have enemies? Do you have enemies? Yeah. Do you have enemies? You have enemies. What to do with your enemies? When we, when we break it down, that's when the tire meets the road. You have enemies. Huh? People opposed to you. People who are, uh, you know, have counsel that is that's uh, against you in some way. Praise God. That's good. I also have the same feeling. I don't, I don't think I have any. But anyway. <laughs> so many of us have, you know, people that are contrary to us in our lives. What to do with them? Under my feet. It's the devil that's under your feet. What to do with your enemies? What to do with your enemies? Okay, I will wait till this answer comes out. <laughs> what to do with your enemies? Thank you, Jesus. Love your enemies. You can find some enemies even though you don't have some. You can find them in... <laughs> you can find them, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Either they are out in the public space or they are in some prison somewhere. <laughs> enemies, yes. What to do with enemies? Love your enemies. And so Jesus gets specific. You know, love your enemies? Do. Buy them some cake. Led by the Holy Spirit. But my whole intention of teaching, yes, my whole intention of teaching you this is that the Holy Spirit can lead you to buy some cake. Okay. Uh, it was like, uh, I think two, I mean, maybe the previous time or the earlier time I did the Bible study and, and I got back home and my wife was very concerned. She said, you did not specify, <laughs> yeah, concerning a particular illustration. You did not specify. It's not like, you know. I want you to know, one thing is there in, in all of these things, it is to be led by the Holy Spirit. Yes? yes? Praise the Lord. There is a time to avoid your enemies. Right. Jesus did it. That's right. Praise the Lord. There is a time to avoid enemies. Jesus himself did it. So, be led by the Holy Spirit. So... Why does scripture teach us these things? Why does Jesus bring these things up? Because there is a time, uh, a place where we are active in compassion. It means we are praying for them. We are praying for them. We are uh, open to the Holy Spirit telling us to do something or to give us a burden for our enemies. It says, love your enemies, do, do good. And, now this is very interesting, isn't it? It's all commas. Puts us in a real conundrum. 
Yeah, makes us very... Love your enemies, you wish it was a full stop. But it says, love your enemies, comma, do good. Okay, there also, okay, we can, yeah, full stop. And then it says, lend. And it doesn't stop there, it's, it's, there's another comma. Expecting nothing in... <laughs> lend? Expecting nothing in... Praise the Lord. It's a radical teaching, isn't it? Do you think so? It's the exact opposite of what the world teaches. The world teaches survival of the fittest. Yeah, destroy all your enemies. Don't let any trace of them be left. Uh, do good to yourself. Lend expecting double. Love your enemies, do good, and lend expecting nothing in return. <sighs> this is the definition of a person working in compassion. See, each of us have a, a certain capacity to, to execute certain things that I mentioned here, like lending. Each of us have a capacity. But uh, take Jesus' financial advice. You know, we're running to and fro and taking all kinds of financial advices. Jesus is a lord of financial advice to give. Amen. Amen. And one of his uh, financial advices is lend without expecting anything back in return. Praise the Lord. And your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the most. For he himself is kind to ungrateful and evil. Be merciful just as your father is. Praise God. You can apply this. Yeah. Question is, are, are we applying it at all? Because it's not convenient, it's not, uh, hmm? be kind to ungrateful and evil men. God is kind to ungrateful and, you know, let your giving, see one of the things that the scripture says, uh, blessed are the merciful. Uh, the merciful give without strings. Let's, let's break out of that uh, string theory. <laughs> we Malayalis are so, um, you know, hooked to the string theory. Um, or oh, this whole strings business. We, we find it very difficult to give like God gives. Let me give you an example. A person on the streets, yeah, walking down the streets. We, we don't expect, um, and uh, his body language, his, his clothing, everything looks very uh, ungrateful and evil. Hmm? Do we even consider an act of compassion? You know, we are tempted many a times, we will be at some, um, we'll be at some junction and uh, there will be these people that are begging. And uh, many of us have had the temptation and have also fallen in the temptation where we have, we have uh, complained about them. You know, I live by the roadside. 
I live by the roadside, it's a main road. And um, it's like, uh, especially before the COVID times, people would come just left, right, and center. Whew. You know, man. What to do? What shall we do? Many of them look evil and ungrateful. They make it known also. They're unashamed about it. What to do? Behave like God or? Now these scriptures should make us uncomfortable. It should make us think. It should make us prayerful. What to do with that, that brother that's, that's, you know, irritating you, you know. That shopkeeper that just doesn't smile at you. That we have those experiences. doesn't smile at you, in fact, mm. sees you that time itself, it's like a cloud comes over them, and they're like, irritated you're even shopping in that place. None of you have had these kind of characters. You know, the cop, the police officer, I mean, he, he is the, I mean, his, the way he looks, you know, he's, C-O-R-R-U-P-T. Corrupt. What to do? It's all nice to say what to do. Are we even thinking about doing anything? Or we become like, you know, this complaining about that person, complaining about this person. Or do you look at it opportunities to be, to reap great rewards and for heaven to testify of you as sons of the Most High? You know, I believe that uh, people in your town should know you for good deeds. No amens. In your locality there, you have a testimony for good deeds. Cops should know you. Because on a very hot day, you stop, you give them a drink. You plan your days like this. You, you do these things. Because this is... Strong instruction from our Lord and Savior. Love your enemies. Do good. Lend without expecting anything back in return. And your reward will be great. You will be sons of the Most High, for He Himself is kind to ungrateful and evil men. Be merciful just as your Father is. You know, we, the other passages are very famous. Be holy as my Father in heaven is, is holy. Be perfect. We know those scriptures. Here's another one that we should by heart. Be merciful just as your father is merciful. The merciful are happy in a way that a legalist can never understand. We notice that in the Gospels, the Pharisees found it very difficult to understand Jesus. They found it very difficult to understand Jesus because he was merciful. We will come to that, some scriptures. Um, strangely, legalism destroys mercy. 
legalism destroys mercy uh, praise god every sunday you should celebrate mercy every day you should celebrate mercy when you wake up in the morning do yourself and others around you a favor celebrate mercy the merciful have tasted the sheer mercy of god oh glory and according to the scripture they will receive mercy throughout their lives blessed are the merciful they shall receive it's a lifetime guarantee it's a lifetime guarantee blessed are the merciful they shall receive i think invest in mercy being full of mercy invest it it means that you and your generations will experience divine mercy it's amazing you'll walk into a place and uh, you know people will behave like they recognize you i know people who testified they you walk into a foreign land walk into a foreign office foreign people does it sound like something in the old testament yeah nations will serve you people that you do not know will serve you it is mercy working praise the lord praise the lord so today i want to i want to look at uh, incredible fascinating passage from romans chapter 9 romans chapter 9 that that uh, entire chapter actually we need to understand the mercy we are under a lot of our fears and uncertainties uh, stem from not understanding the mercy of god that's upon you praise the lord the mercy of god that is upon you let the truth of abraham isaac and jacob set you free let the truth of abraham isaac and jacob set you free the devil trembles at those who walk by the mercy of god let me repeat that the devil trembles at those who walk by the mercy of god those who have confidence because of the mercy of god praise the lord god is sovereign over you and we're going to look at this in this passage uh let let's consider this romans chapter 9 let us read from verse 6 uh some of you are aware before this paul is speaking about israel and his great burden for israel so it's in that context verse 6 it says but it is not as though the word of god has failed for they are not all israel who are descended from israel nor are they all children because they are abraham's but through isaac your descendants shall be named it's quoting from god's promise over abraham through isaac your descendants will be named that is it is not the children of the flesh who are children of god but the children of the promise who are regarded as descendants praise the lord children of promise children of promise for this is the word of promise at this time i will come and sarah shall have a son and not only this but there was rebecca also when she had conceived twins by one man our father isaac for though the twins were not yet born and had not done anything good or bad so that god's purpose according to his choice would stand not because of works but because of him who calls it is said to her the older will serve just as it is written just as it is written jacob i loved but esau i what shall we say then i hope you're all following with this i will explain as we i i need to get to a certain point of the scripture what shall we say then there is no is there may it never be for he says to Mo- moses i will have mercy praise the lord you need to start confessing the scripture 
you need to confess the scripture. It is a powerful scripture given to us um, that we celebrate it, we come under it, we live on it, we thrive on the scripture. It says, to Moses he says, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, I will have compassion on whom I have. So then it does not depend on the man who wills or the man who runs, but on God who has. And there's a full stop there. A glorious full stop. I don't know how you see your life. It is important for you to put these things, you know, your life, your past, your present, and what's going to happen in your future in the perspective of these scriptures. What the Lord is saying here is that he is sovereign. He saw you from the foundations of the earth. He saw you when you were in your mother's womb. And God's great mercy brought you into the kingdom. Praise the Lord. God's great mercy brought you into the kingdom. And that mercy is going to bring the purposes of God to pass. You know, many a times we, we consider our past or, you know, we, we consider it too much. We analyze so much. We analyze our present so much. And as far as the future is concerned, some have sleepless nights. But you got to allow yourself to be clothed in the mercy of God. Here he is telling us that in Jacob and Esau's case, God foreknew. God uh, with great purpose spoke over their lives. I realized that I got saved because God knew I'll get saved. Praise the Lord. God knew I would get saved and he said, come my son. It was no accident. It was not a coincidence. It was um, the mercy of God on my life. Today, I stand before you because I'm covered with the mercy of God. Yes. It, it was in the plan of God, in the purpose, sovereign purpose. In other words, when you said yes to God in that camp meeting or in that Sunday school or in that church, when you said, Lord Jesus, come into my life, woof, the sovereignty of God came upon you. Understand this. The devil is powerless. The devil is powerless. Understand this, the devil is powerless. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The devil is powerless. His weapons fall flat because of the sovereignty of God over your life. God is sovereign over your life. His mercy is, a, is, a, is a, uh, uh, it's an unstoppable force. No force in the universe can, um, can come against the mercy and compassion of God. Glory to God. Are you getting this church? The compassion and mercy of God, no force in the universe. That's what he, he declared to Moses. I will have mercy on whom I will have. I will have compassion on whom I have. Praise the Lord. And I've, I've realized that this is something you need to declare in your house. This is something you declare in your prayer. You declare, you declare when that, uh, that doubt comes, when those um, contrary thoughts come, you must declare this, God has mercy on me. God has compassion on me. And what he said will come to pass. All of it, that's why it says, all the promises of God, yes and amen, in Christ Jesus. You know why it comes to pass? Mercy, compassion, grace. Praise the Lord, have faith. Let me repeat it. Mercy, compassion, grace. You just have faith. I love verse 16. It does not depend on the man who wills or the man who runs. 
Imagine that in your head. The man who wills and the man who... I mean, on the football field, there are all sorts of calculations you make once a person starts to run. Am I right? You know, as a defender, you see these Davids and the Vishnus and the... Yeah, and on the other side, when Binoy comes... I mean, with Binoy, there must be so many calculations you have to make. And it says, you know, it does not depend. Say, it does not depend. Check it out. It does not it does not depend. You know, you know, you're making all sorts of calculations. You know, this man is willing like this. This man is running like this. This, you know, that is going on. This is, no, no. It does not depend. Say it with me. It does not depend. Glory. It does not depend. Mercy of God is upon my life. Compassion of God is upon my life. What he said he will do. Praise the Lord. Let's read on. Are you excited? The the scripture says sets you free. That's what it should do. It should not confuse you. It should set you free to a place where you shiver, you tremble at the God of the universe. This is a, you know, the curtain is is drawn. You see this this, uh, awesome God. Verse 16 says, so it does not depend on the man who wills or the man who runs, but on God who has mercy, mercy. mercy. Glory. I I desire more of you. Name your children. You know, the girls, name them mercy. I'm telling you, after this, I'm inspiring you. You know, mercy, mercy, mercy. But on God who has mercy. In verse 17 says, the scripture says to Pharaoh. The scripture says to Pharaoh. The scripture says to Pharaoh, it doesn't say Moses, (laughs) it says the scripture says, glory, do you understand? Scripture is a personality. It's a personality, the scripture is a personality. The scripture is a person, the word, amen. The scripture says to Pharaoh, you should write that on a t-shirt, the scripture says to Pharaoh. I'm sure a lot of people would go, what's going on? (laughs) The scripture says to Pharaoh, for this very purpose I raised you up. Who says? So who raised you up? Say, I know that this is negative, speaking of Pharaoh, but I want you to see the opposite because scripture wants you to see the other side also. Who raised you up? Scripture. Glory. Who raised you up? Scripture. Scripture has something to say over your life. See, that's why the demons tremble when you walk into a place or you, you know, go about your daily life. You probably don't understand. But the devils tremble because they're hearing Scripture speak. It says, Scripture says to Pharaoh, for this very purpose I raised you up. To demonstrate my power in you. And that my name might be proclaimed throughout the whole earth. So then he has mercy on whom he, and he hardens whom he, oh yeah, this is like a really nice place to be, isn't it? You just know who's in charge. You know who's in charge. See, I want you to know, people should testify of you that you look like a person who knows who's in charge. People should testify that about you. You're so settled. What's wrong with you? The world doesn't get it, but you get into these scriptures. So then he who has mercy, so then he has mercy on whom he? And he hardens whom he? So let me ask this group here, which group are you? Let me ask you the question, which group are you? Or the ones on whom he has had? And you will say to me then, why does he still find fault for who resists his will? This is the, you know, people that can't get into the deep things of God, yeah? So you will say to me then, what, what, why does he still find fault for who resists his will? Verse 20, on the contrary, who are you, O man, who answers back to? Oh, glory. See, the thing is, you may be only seeing this negative. I'm seeing the positive side, yeah. Scripture wants you to see the positive side as well. 
On the contrary, who are you man who answers back to God? The thing molded will not say to the molder, why did you make me like this? And I'm sitting in this, in this uh, I'm sorry, I'm here ministering to this, to this crowd, these earthen vessels that contain the treasure of heaven. Does that put a smile on your face? It's not about the earthen vessel. It's the one who's molded it. Glory, receive it, receive it. Receive the great mercy of God. Let your heart become light as a feather. Praise the Lord. Let your heart and your spirit become light as a feather. Say, oh, mercy. What do I see in the future? Mercy. What do I say? Oh, expressions of mercy. The whole earth is going to know God's mercy upon you. That's right. He did not reject you as a bad batch. On the contrary, who are you, O man, who answers back to God? The thing molded will not say to the molder, why did you make me like this? Why am I in Totabhagam? Why am I in Kotem? Some of you found that very funny. <laughs> See, that's what you got to settle. Here I am, and where I am, filled with mercy. Here I am, and where I am, filled with mercy. Praise the Lord. Or does, the, does not the potter have a right over the clay to make the same lump one vessel for honorable use and another for common use? Is this setting you free? Giving you confidence? The, Lord's, the Lord told you, come, for, come up. The Lord said, the Lord's asked you, come up. What do you do? Just do. Just do what he wants you to do. No matter how great it is, like doing a 10-minute Bible study, hmm? Praise God. I am a vessel for honorable use. It's the mercy of God upon your life. Hallelujah. You are beloved of God. I want to just read the rest of it. I want you to, I want you to be encouraged by what God has spoken over your life. You know, stop uh, uh, flirting with other definitions of yourself. Yeah, immerse yourself in the great mercy of God. It says, um, on the, um, where are we? Okay, verse 22. What if God, although willing to demonstrate his wrath and to make his power known, endured <clears throat> with such patience, vessels of wrath prepared for destruction? He did so to make known the riches of glory upon vessels of? Benoy, vessels of mercy. You are a vessel of mercy. He did so to make known the riches of his glory upon vessels of mercy, which he prepared beforehand for. So, you know, that's why Jesus says, love your enemies. Do good. Lend without expecting. Why? It's all working for the glory of God. For the glory of God. Praise the Lord. You know, I, uh, I remember sharing this some years ago. Don't look at your challenges or your the difficulties or situations as something uh, that is there to destroy you. No, it is an opportunity for the glory of God. That is what this scripture is telling you, that those vessels of wrath are there for glory to be poured out on vessels of honor. Even us, verse 24, even us, whom he also called not from among the Jews only, but also from among the Gentiles. As he says in Hosea, I will call those who are not my people, my? Her who was not beloved, beloved. Do you call yourself these things? This is the problem, yeah, we call ourselves everything else. 
we call ourselves everything else and if you know somebody tells us one thing for the rest of our life we'll repeat that one thing but we will not call ourselves what god god called us i am god's people i am beloved of god i'm telling you when you are in a you know um, this will the effects of your prayer will change when you start to celebrate these things i am beloved of god verse 26 and it shall be that in the place where it was said to them you are not my people there shall there they shall be called sons of the living god praise the lord mercy say mercy you are full and covered with mercy you know when you look in the mirror i don't know how to make you sort of exercise this daily exercise it daily stop seeing just the physical or the you know just these physical things you know recognize look at yourself in the mirror and see mercy when you go to sleep realize i am covered with mercy i am the beloved of god martin lloyd jones a wonderful bible teacher he said all christians are miracles and they should be amazed at themselves I think the problem is we study scripture. See the importance of studying scripture. You read Romans chapter 9 and man I'm telling you 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 will hear Abraham, Isaac, Jacob and you will see your name next to it. You will see that mercy is flowing Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. You will see promises flowing Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. You will see the the grace of God flow Abraham, Isaac and all christians are miracles the person next to you is a miracle is a miracle mind boggling the angels are longing to look into that person next to you who is this person yeah filled with mercy and grace child of abraham son of god god's people wonderful Evangelist Jonathan Edwards said we cannot have too high and exalting thoughts of God's mercy. We cannot have too high and exalt and exalted thoughts about God. There's no ceiling. Praise God. If a person were to come here there is a certain limit to how high they can go. as far as the mercy of god comes there's no ceiling this is what makes you do a jig this makes you dance this makes you sing this turns your morning into dancing mercy 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 the mercy of god hallelujah praise the lord praise the lord enjoy god's smile enjoy god's smile they are the ones yes who understand what do we, what do you see god uh, god's expression towards you don't ask that question Praise the Lord. Enjoy God's smile. Enjoy God's smile. He's smiling over you. He's turning situations and circumstances for you. The mercy of God is upon you. Hallelujah. He has loved you. This is the language that is used in Romans chapter 9. He has loved you. 
When you accepted the gospel, I want you to know that this is a quote from heaven. My son in whom I am well pleased, in whom, you know, um, he has loved you. He has loved you. Imagine God speaks about uh, Jacob and he says, I, Jacob I have loved. Jacob I have loved. And Esau I have hated. Praise the Lord. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this evening and the, the many things that we studied and considered. <clears throat> Lord, we want to be in alignment with thy word. Scripture, come and be master over us. Scripture, be master over us. Lord, we, we uh, spoke of that quote that the scripture should be master over us. And then we read a passage that says, the scripture says to Pharaoh. Today, the scripture has said something to us. It has spoken the mercy of God, the compassion of God upon us. Lord, forgive us that we, we get stuck in our human understandings. Let us walk by the scripture, Lord. Let us walk by the scripture. Let us, let us celebrate the mercy of God. And that God has had compassion on me. The devil cannot change it. No, no, no force, no human. Whether he wills, whether he runs, he cannot do anything about it. God has willed it. God has released its mercy and compassion. Child, you needed to hear this. My mercy and compassion are over your life. You need not fear any man. Thank you, Jesus. You are a vessel of honor. You're a vessel of honor. And the days ahead will reveal the glory of God in your life. The days ahead will reveal the glory of God in your life. Here I am, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord, I don't analyze your mercy. I don't want to analyze these things. I want to be uh, the clay that submits to the potter. The clay that goes and, and uh, uh, is, is what the potter wants. Thank you, Jesus. May it be said of us, as we study and, and understand these things, Lord, may it be testified of us in, in our areas of influence that we are merciful, that we are merciful to love our enemies, to do good, to lend without expecting, to reflect our heavenly Father who is full of mercy. The Lord is saying someone has to make a decision pertaining to a situation or a person. The Lord says, choose the path of mercy. Yes, the Lord says, choose the path of mercy. Your reward will be great. And you will be called sons. You will be called a son, a daughter of the Most High. Thank you, Jesus, for your precious scripture. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hello, this is Nishad Dilipkoshi. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.